Welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about some false friends in the draft. By false friends, I mean guys who may be looking like late first round picks, maybe early second round picks by, or like even like first three round picks that I do not think are going to do well in the NFL and are going to ultimately flop. Um, these are for reasons either not something they could control, like their like body size just won't live up to um the competition, or just people who have been overhyped. And yeah, I mean, there are honestly about good five to six who I can think of. And yeah, um, these are from like, what I've seen on social media and then watching film to just watching film and seeing this and yeah. So without further ado, let's get into it. So this season, it feels like there's a ton of big guys in this NFL draft. One of them being Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Now, I don't know why people are saying that his senior, um, the senior ball or whatever it's called, um, was good. It wasn't that good. <laughs> I've seen people um, beat him outside, push him into their QB. I mean, if you watch what he's done in the Senior Bowl, it's not good. It is not good. Um, He's huge. And I don't think it's going to go well at all. Because I've seen him going all the way from Seahawks at 9 which I just saw in a mock draft. That is not going to happen. <laughs> he's not going to pan out. He, He's not... I'm not even sure if he's, if it's a, strong, a strength. I, I just don't believe he's going to do well. First of all, he played at University of Northern Iowa. Um, No offense to them. He didn't have much big competition. I mean, if he was playing at Georgia, Bama, um, like Neil... I mean, he's got to play against guys who are going to probably be in the NFL. But I think it's just because this guy's a huge dude. And he did do well in his um, uh, division. But he's just not going to do well in the NFL. I, I, he's just so big, but he doesn't use it against some of these guys in the senior bowl. I'm going to bring up some highlights. One second. First of all... He had a total of 34 penalties in his career, 16 last season alone. Um, A lot of these are just holding because his tactic seems to just be bear-hugging these dudes. You can look at it in the senior bowl, which I'm going to get highlights on from myself. I'm not going to be putting on volume. I do not need to get some type of copies right or whatever is going to happen. Just watching him on the edge, I'm watching him right now. He holds on to them pretty much and then grabs them when he gets around it. This one, it's Trevor Penning Senior Bowl 1v1 film. The first one, it he it looks like he pushes him into the QB. Watching it again, now he's it looks like he's holding, and he holds at the end of it. There was also one film where I saw him throw the defense alignment into the quarterback. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to find it in this one. But if you throw a offensive tackle or a defense alignment... Say if you're going 1v1, say if he gets um, drafted by, say, the Chiefs. Say if um, they have Patrick, say if it's like third week they're training, 
Say if they're, like, doing that. Or say if it's an NFL game and he throws defensive lineman into Patrick Mahomes, tears his ACL. From how it, it looked, he almost could have ended that guy's season. Or, like, possibility of getting drafted, I mean. If you throw a defensive lineman into the way of the quarterback, that's not a good, good idea. And also, it just seems like he's doing a lot of unnecessary moves in throwing them. And that could cause penalties. I mean, the amount of penalties are just scary for any NFL team because you don't want to have a 45-yard gun come back just because of Trevor Penning holds a guy on the um in the play. I mean, if I'm now looking on him against... Who is this? I think this is just play two. So, watching this, I'm also going to be giving positive. I mean... Oh, he just got destroyed. If you're looking at the video I looked at, it starts at 26th second. Oh my jeez. That was awful at 25th second. He gets... He starts off decently well, but then he gets absolutely... Mm, no, no, no. 11 absolutely did not do him well there. That's the first time I saw that. That is not good. And I'm sorry, if that happens in the NFL, that's just embarrassing. And it's... Yeah, it was a, a spin move at, at the end of... Uh, by the um, field goal post. And then he comes in and got gets behind the... Or b literally behind the quarterback. Now, the quarterback's going to move, but he got destroyed there. And that is something you do not want to let an offensive tackle like that have happen. The guy from Ole Miss... I think it's Ole Miss is better. The guy, um, Evan Neal is better. There's so many other offensive tackles who are good. This guy, if anything, is a project work on. Like, almost like a fifth, sixth, seventh round offensive tackle that you're going to try to groom into your next offensive lineman. This is a guy you're going to need that for. You are not going to draft him in the first round. Excuse me. There's so many other players who you could draft. This guy's not it. Not even second round, in my opinion. I think he should be a fourth round pick. Now, the NFL website itself which I think this is sort of a joke, has him as a 6.40. Now, if we go, according to next-gen stats, he's good, and he should be a, a starter within two years. He's not a starter within two years. He's not going to be a starter like that. I mean, if you're going to get beat in the first two um, plays you watch from him, and then here he's going against a guy from, I think that's Indiana, Oklahoma, 95, he beats him. That's a 48, uh, around the 40th second, he beats him. Straight through the middle. Um, that's just not good. 95 beats him on the inside as well. Looks like he was holding just a bit. I think this is a second one. Okay. No. Oh, and he... Okay, that was god-awful. The one... If you're watching with me, minute. Exactly starts around a minute. At the end, his helmet... He, he has his arm around his neck and his helmet pops off. Against 95. I mean, that is atrocious. I'm watching it again. He goes inside. And then it looks like he's got him beat at the end. But then he almost grabs him by the neck, trying to stop him. Almost holding. And his whole helmet falls off. I'm sorry, but if that happens in the NFL, that's going to cause a fight. If you're holding it so his helmet gets flown off, that is not going to end well. That is honestly not going to end well. Um... That is exactly what you do not want to have from an offensive tackle. And these are guys who are seniors who are going to go into the NFL, um, try to go into the NFL. And these are guys he may have to face. If he's going to be destroyed like that, or not destroyed, if he's going to get beaten like that, it's not a good sign. 
There's another one at minute 111. Oh, no, this is the same one, but just from a different angle. Yeah. New one against the Ohio State guy. Yeah, this one he did good at, but... Oh, jeez Louise. Oh. The... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. He... This, like... I know this is, like, competitive sports, but this is the type of stuff that causes fights on the field. So... It starts at 119, goes inside, beats him. He, he, Trevor Penning wins. He wins. He beats the guy from Ohio State. He pushes him. He's out of the field. He's out of the question. It would have been thrown. But then what he does is at the end, he gives him a shove into the goalpost. And he gets in another pushing fight. You don't want to do that. I mean, this is a senior bowl. Why would you go give him a small shove at the end? That's good. You know that there's scouts from almost, no, every team has scouts there. You're being coached by a NF, like pretty much NFL coaches. Why would you do that? I mean, he's calls gets called on penalties all the time. He's getting beaten by guys who are going to be drafted in the same draft as him. If these guys who are not even probably half of them first round picks are beating him like that, what is going to happen when a first round pick like Agent Aiden Hutchinson goes against him? Which there may be film of him going against them, but. I can't find it yet. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just, <coughs> excuse me, not good. Now, this coach is blocking him. Okay. Next one starts at 150. Oh, and he holds at the end. And he held at the end. He pretty much held him. I'm not sure if the play would have been over and if that would have been called. But the one that started at 150, he beat him. But then it seems like he almost held him, like, almost held him with his arms or under his arms. Looking at it again, nah, he sort of held him. I mean, you can see that his um, jersey is almost falling off the defense, I think, from Penn State. And then the next one, oh, man, it's getting brutal for him out here, 206. He's pretty much being pushed back the whole way, whole way, whole way. And he almost, he, he gets past the quarterback. And then offensive lineman number 72, I think that's from Indiana, watching, is literally having to move out of the way so he doesn't get toppled. He's getting destroyed by these guys from just bull rushes. Now, from looking at that, he's, he's not a draftable offensive tackle for a team that needs eight offensive linemen. He may be good for a team who wants to get an offensive lineman maybe in three years and wants him to maybe, like, progress into a good starting offensive tackle. But right now, he is not draftable. And I would very be very sad if my team drafted him in the first two rounds. Next guy is N'Kobe Dean. Now, he is a guy who, if you want him want a quick linebacker, he is very much the guy for you. He's wicked fast. He can... He's a tough he's a tough dude. He can close on to a guy as fast as pretty much almost anybody in this draft. But there is a couple issues. He's not strong. He has short arms. And I just he doesn't use his hand well. His eh, his hands well. And he's just stiff. He plays very stiff on how he plays. Now, Georgia had a great defense this year, and he they may have five guys going in the first round. Um Walker and Jordan Davis being two of them. N'Kobe Dean shouldn't be a first-round pick. Now, he's so, 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 so quick that is that's great. 
but he's a linebacker who's 5'11". Now, personally, if I'm a going to be a defensive coordinator, I would want my linebacker to be 6'1 and very strong. You'd want a strong guy to stop the run. Now, this dude isn't that strong, and that is something you do not want. And according to NFL Scout, he has a C-minus of tackling. I haven't looked at much of his tackling, but I've seen um, N'Kobe Davis, uh, N'Kobe Dean, my bad, um, play. He is so fast, my guy. Like, this dude may be better at different positions. I wouldn't say that he would be the best linebacker. He may be a good safety. Now, he just has to work on his um, coverage, but he he seems to be better in the safety position because I do feel like he's going to be dominated by a guy like Nick Chubb or like a powerhouse running back, which, excuse me, sorry, that seems to be a new wave of powerhouse running backs in the NFL with Nick Chubb, A.J. Dillon, Derrick Henry. I mean, A.J. Dillon isn't, isn't a top... 15 running back yet but these big guys who just run guys over if you put N'Kobe Dean against a guy like that it's not going to be pretty it is not going to be pretty um he's going to get destroyed he's going to be laying flat on the ground and that is something you do not want to draft if you're the Tennessee Titans Houston Texans or any team with a guy like that in your division because you know for a fact the second that the, the opposing team is sitting down watching film, they're going to be like, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, run towards Nairobi Dean. You're going to be able to run him over. You're going to be able to get past him. Maybe he goes into tackle, gets your knees, and then gets you down. But if it's like running right at him, Oklahoma type drill type thing, you are going to smoke him, and it's not going to be pretty. He also seemed to have some balance issues and flexibility in general just doesn't seem like seem the best. So that's something I would be worried about. But his strength is just going to make it so personally, I would say he is undraftable for me. I, I think it was Dylan Moses last year, if I remember correctly, who was expected to be a third round pick or something and went undrafted. I think uh, from Alabama, I'm pretty sure. I think it's Dylan Moses. Um, If it... It may be sort of a Dylan Moses type thing where, yeah, it does look like it was Dylan Moses. Um, He seemed to going to be a top linebacker and then just never really got drafted. Um, And, oh, wow, he got waived. Jeez. Yeah, I think it's going to be a situation like that where he's going to be hyped and then not make it. Uh, his shedding of blocks is also not the best, just so people... I've seen tape against offensive linemen where he just can't get past more receivers. I mean, it's just not going to be pretty. And this is a buyer beware. Maybe what you could do is draft him, and then you pretty much have him stay in the gym 24-7 and work with different defensive line coaches and defensive linemen to get better at block shedding. Maybe work with safeties to get better in coverage. That would work. But you cannot train arm length. You can't do that. But yeah, um, he's a buy beware. Don't draft him if you need a starting linebacker because there's a guy like Leo Chanel in the draft who should be drafted ahead of him, which I hope he is because I'm a Badgers fan. Next guy who I believe is not really that draftable 
which this isn't at the um, sort of grade of undraftable as Trevor Penning or Nicobe Dean. I feel like Trevor Penning is the most undraftable guy. Then it's Nicobe Dean. Next, which I would say depends on your situation, is Sam Howell. Um, his big issue is there is times where he tries to do too much. And I feel like just quarterbacks from next year and the year after that are just going to be much better. Where drafting this guy in the first or second round is going to be a waste. Um, I feel like it will be a Jacob Eason type draft pick. Where he'll be drafted. Team C, that he's not good. And then cut. Or traded. Um, there, there is just um, clips of him pretty much not doing well in pressure. Um... One second, I'll be right back. I'm going to try to find um, uh, film. The big game that I feel like Sam Howell is really... You you watch a game and you want to see what Sam Howell is, watch him against Virginia Tech. There's good and then there's bad. My, my apologies. Um, There's times where he makes throws that are quite good. Um, I do not have timestamps. He makes throws like where it goes across the field and he does a good job. And then there's throws that he is on the opponent's 30. And he pretty much gets absolutely swarmed. And he tries to escape, except instead of trying to throw away the ball and pretty much saying, okay, this play is not going anywhere. He gets swarmed by one, two, three, four guys and then gets tackled. Oh, yeah, sacked, I think, actually. Um, In the NFL, if something like that happens... You risk injury, you risk fumbling the football, you risk injury to offensive linemen because there's such like a hectic situation going on there. The best thing you do, try to go out of the pocket, throw it away, or just throw it away there. Take the five-year penalty. You do not want to fumble the football. Fumbling the football at the 30 is not a good place to fumble. The fumbling the football anyway isn't a good place to fumble it. But there, you do not want that to happen. He's going to be one of these quarterbacks, I feel like, who thinks they could do too much, and it's going to bite them. And what's going to happen is he goes out or tries to go through the pocket and tries to escape that way, thinks he's some type of Patrick Mahomes, um, Jalen Hurts type thing, and then he's going to fumble the football. He does not have a good ball handling situation. Um, I feel like he will fumble the ball much more than people are going to realize. Um, I do not know how this is going to go. Um, like I said, it depends on your team situation. If you're in a, if you're a team that has a quarterback at least for another three to four seasons, um, I think, uh, like, say if you are the Colts and you have Matt Ryan, say if you're like, okay, we want to think about the future, draft Sam Howell. If you feel like there's nothing else you could draft in the second round if he's still there, draft Sam Howell. If you're a team who wants to rebuild, get a new quarterback, and start him within a season, say if you're the Panthers, you do not draft Sam Howell. That would not be a smart decision. Putting him in season one or even season two is not going to benefit anybody. It's going to make him not look good. It's going to make you look dumb. And you're going to be in a Josh Gosen situation where you draft a guy thinking he's going to be your future quarterback. And then the next season, you got the number one pick and you're drafting another quarterback. You do not want that. You want a guy who you know can start 
which I am so against starting a quarterback day one. Um, if you want to go for someone like that, you got to go uh, Malik Willis. Uh, 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 holy cow. Sorry, I cannot speak today. You go for a um, uh, quarterback from um, Liberty. For some reason, I can't say his name right now. Malik Willis. Holy cow. I'm sorry. Malik Willis will be the most ready quarterback in this draft. And that's pretty much by a pretty far margin. Um, again, his ball handling isn't as good, but everything about him otherwise is pretty good. I do believe he's going to be a good QB, but Sam Howell is just not ready. He's not ready to be in the NFL yet. He needs at least a couple seasons of training. I mean, say if you're the Packers and you didn't draft Jordan Love, you draft Sam Howell to see if you can make him into something. If it doesn't work out, it's fine. You still got Rodgers, but... Sam Howell, buyer beware, please. Don't get him. Um, watching more of his film, though, he does make some impressive throws. But there are times where he tries to roll out of the pocket. And he's going to try to make throws that he misses. He's going to make throws he will hit. But him outside the pocket is really like a flip of the coin. He's either going to do something impressive or he's not going to do anything at all. And the, when he does nothing at all, could be him trying to make a desperation throw and throw it desperately to someone who he may hit. Say in the NFL, maybe he hits it once or twice. And that's a highlight reel for half the season. And then maybe he throws it, whips it around, and throws it to a corner who brings it back for a pick six. Or, like in the Virginia game, it doesn't go that well either. He's rolling out and then gets smoked and he pushed out of bounds. He could have gotten killed there. Not really. But he could have been decked out. If it was a bigger linebacker. He could have been decked in. Or a bigger defensive lineman. He could have been decked and probably gotten injured. But he gets pushed out of bounds. He he could have thrown it to a receiver. Who was at the about the 45 yard line. If he had good accuracy. If he has good accuracy. Hits that throw. That's a good throw. And um. General managers and scouts will see that that th that was not the right decision. He he put himself in a situation where there were about three, four, five guys, one, uh, two guys chasing him down who were pretty close with one offensive lineman to help. You had one guy under around the forty yard line. You got a guy you receive at the forty five yard line. Another receive at the fifty who's pretty much a yard away from another. Uh, uh, I think that's a linebacker. No, a corner. And then you got a safety at. Um, coming into that second receiver. So you're going to have to throw it to the first receiver, but you know the second day he catches it, he's going to probably be hit. If he's going to catch the ball, that's a good play. If he gets out of bounds, it's a good play. If he doesn't catch it or it's picked, say if you overthrow it, it's picked. If it's underthrown, it's picked. If you don't throw it, you're going to get sacked. If you d throw it away, you're not going to look good. That's a position he put himself in a lose, 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 small win possibility situation. And that's not what you want to put yourself into. This is a Virginia Tech team, which is not going to be... You're not going to be facing a defense like Virginia Tech in the NFL. You're going to be facing a defense like, say, the Houston Texans, who will make your life a living hell if you're in a situation like this. Now... Texans defense can be good, can be bad. I think they're going to be decent next season. Now watch them be the worst defense. Um, Let's think of a good defense. Steelers. In this situation, TJ Watt chasing him down, he's going to be uh, a roadkill. Um, you've got uh, Mika Fitzpatrick up there 
And then, I don't know any of their corners. Oh, my. Um, Say one of the corner slot corner is on him. No, say corner one is on him. Yeah, that's not a good situation. You're not going to win that situation. No, you're not even going to make that throw. Because TJ Watt would have already gotten to you. Mika Fitzpatrick would have picked that off most likely. Or hit him hard enough because Mika is fast enough. Except he's facing the he's the safety's going or the corner is going up. So it, who knows? This would have not been a throw made in the NFL. Almost any team you can expect would have destroyed Sam Howell in that situation. And that is exactly why I feel like Sam Howell is more of a project than other QBs. Now, as I said, there were other guys who you could have um, said were like buyer beware or uh, false friends. Christian Harris is one of those guys. Now, he is a like mid to late round draft pick expectation. I believe he's going undrafted. Well, I would not draft him. Um, there are some receivers who shouldn't be drafted. There's a good amount of guys who I would say are very false friends. Other guys may be guys like John Mitchie from Bama. I feel like he's just helped because he's on that Bama team. Even Tyler Smith can sometimes not be the best of offense alignment. Just beware. If you, if you have your team draft one of these guys, don't be like, oh, shoot. Maybe he will turn out good and I'm just playing wrong. Maybe I'm right and I look like a genius. But we'll never know. Oh, well, no, we will know. Probably in about... I would say about a half a year or two. Uh, no, a year, and a year and a half to two years. And, yeah, I may look like a genius. N'Kobe Dean may be drafted first round and he's out of the league within a season. Um, Trevor Penning may absolutely get smoked and be the worst offensive lineman in the, in the NFL. And then he's out of the league. I may be like, oh, wow, I was right. Or Trevor Penning becomes the next David McIntyre. N'Kobe Dean's the next Fred Warner. Sam Howell's the next Patrick Mahomes. And then this video is going to be circling, circulating around Twitter saying, oh my God, look at what a dumbass this dude is. Now that could happen. And I would take full responsibility of not doing a good job. But like March Madness, it's almost impossible to find out if a guy's going to be good or not. And that's what's so wonderful about the NFL draft. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.